Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Today on the Girl Powerful Podcast, we talked with elite trainer and model Shannon Decker. She shared with us how she motivates her clients to keep going, just like she has overcome so much adversity in her own life. The conversation is candid and real, and Shannon is so action-oriented that this podcast is guaranteed to make you want to get up and move. Hi, everyone. It's Teddy and Sonia from the Girl Powerful Podcast, and today we're talking with Shannon Decker. And I love what Shannon puts out on Instagram and beyond. All of her socials are so positive and I'm always drawn towards strong bodies and I just love that about you. And what really caught my eye also is your hashtag. Mm-hmm. For the sanity, not the vanity. Yep. What does that mean? Yeah, well, thank you guys that? so much for having me. First of all, I'm excited to talk to you and also just really believe in what you guys are doing. So I'm happy to be here. And that hashtag came around, um, I want to say like five years ago. And so it was a thought that obviously got turned into a hashtag because I was trying to explain to somebody why I worked out so hard. You know, why was I prioritizing my fitness? Why, you know, like just trying to, I just was like lost for words. And I said, you know, it's like, it's like for the sanity, not the vanity. And then we both looked at each other like, do you like yeah. use it everywhere like or did you used to like third on a shirt and everything like do you I mean, that? like I said I'm not the best at uh business I'm really good at training working out eating hanging with little kids but business I'm not as good at so definitely should do that but I have a couple uh, programs online. So my inaugural program that I offered, it's a 21 day body weight program that I did. And I called that for the sanity, not the vanity. Cause you I can kind of do I it. Up, yeah, that's amazing. I grew up always using exercise as my emotional outlet, which is huge. And I don't think it really registered until I was in my twenties post-college mm-hmm. where I was like, I have to get outside or I have to hike or go to the gym to feel normal. You know, because I feel like sometimes a lot of people don't regulate their emotions and like create the tie and the mental health aspect of working out, releasing your emotions and creating endorphins and serotonin for yourself. It's so huge. And you just said the hashtag like a little bit more 
deeply and eloquently. Like it's so powerful. And it's always the moments when you don't want to work out is usually when you need to the most. And it's Mm -hmm. such a powerful tool because think of what the other option is. Typically it's a little bit more negative overeating, isolating, drugs, hanging out with people you're not supposed to be hanging out with. So it's kind of like a win-win scenario. You know, you go and get your emotions out, plus you get the benefit of, I think being strong and being healthy lends itself to a better mindset, more confidence. So then it's just this like circle of winning, you know, it's like, I love that circle of winning. winning. I'm into that. I think that's one, another reason I was drawn to talking to you because at Girl Powerful, we love to partner with trainers and athletes and people that really, you know, use their body as a tool to become their best selves. Mm -hmm. And so over the past five to 10 years that you have been a elite trainer, how many people have you worked with? And do you have a really good success story of someone that you just were like, wow, she did it. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. I think every trainer has their own little niche, you know, and my niche happens to be, I connect really well with people who are kind of already athletic and then they want to be pushed like almost to an athlete level. And they, you know, we all know it's hard to do that yourself. You need coaches and mentors and somebody like me who can do it. I can get myself in that mindset pretty easily. So I, you know, it's, all of these success stories, it's like, I really feel it's necessary to bring, push somebody just right to that edge. We don't want to overtrain and overstress the body. We don't want to, you know, have it be social hours. So for me, it's a sweet spot of like finding that, that ability to push somebody just right past what they think they're capable of. So a lot of my clients I've had for, a really long time. And I've probably had, you know, I did group fitness. So I feel like I had like a thousand clients. and And then I, you know, a lot of my friends I made in LA when I first moved here through group fitness. So I will say that's a really cool thing that if you're feeling like lonely or maybe not that confident, or you can't make friends very easily going to a class, I know it can be expensive, but you know, there's ways you can go to the YMCA, you can go out to parks and just meet people. It's such a good place to meet friends. This is a side note. Sorry. It's no, such a, it's good, a big deal. Yeah. especially yeah. now. Most Even of my like- friends are my clients. Cause I work such long hours now. So I only do one-on-one. So I've been trying to pull back for the sanity um, of not working like 6am to 8pm every day. So I have like six clients a day I'm trying to do. And I'll do I'll do that um, three times three to four times a week. And then I've just started working um, with a new app called shred. So I'm going there two days a week. So my success stories are just kind of what you guys stand for too is like, introducing people to a healthy lifestyle. So I I personally don't have like somebody lost a hundred pounds and changed their life. Like I've had people lose 50 pounds, 75 pounds and still keep in touch with me. And I, I talk to a lot of people on Instagram and motivate them just in my free time as a friend. But for me, it's like introducing people to this balance 
Like you can, you guys see me on Instagram. I eat and I live a, yesterday I had a Sunday fun day. Do I have them every weekend? No, but I have this um, ability to kind of like balance things out and not get so intense over fitness or so intense over food. So I think people really, that's what they get from me the most is how do I sustain this? How do I make this into a lifestyle? Not just like, you know, a roller coaster where you're going up and down, up and down. Yeah. And it's very apparent in what you put out there because I was like, I love how much you play. Like you're <laughs> stand up paddle boarding, you know, you're act, yeah. you're like, act, you're having fun, but you're yeah. in your body. Right. So like, that's how like we live. We're always yeah. in the water. We're always at the beach. It's so just lucky. so important to find those activities that help you, you know. And so I'll tell my fun. clients. Yeah, I'll tell my clients, I'll be like, well, what should I be doing in between you? Because obviously two times a week for me isn't going to make any changes, right? So I'll tell them, what do you like to do? You like to ride your bike, you like to run, you like to go to the beach, you like to play volleyball, sign up for tennis lessons. Like, honestly, if you don't like it, you're not going to do it. And in order to see any kind of change or feel any kind of you know, those endorphins are any different then you have to consistently do it. So you're only going to consistently do what you love. Yeah. What is your advice for someone that is in that cycle of up and down and, you know, you're with a trainer, then you quit and then you have to start all over. And that's been me. I'll be super honest. And like, how do you get your people to stick with you for so many years? Like, how do you encourage them like with verbal cues and do you teach them about positive self-talk or affirmations do you use that as one of your tools 100 percent. i am a huge fan of positive talk and affirmations i use it on myself and it's the wildest thing because i am a morning person i love my work i love my life but I still have to be like, Shannon, get your booty up. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you're gonna, like, I still have to self-talk myself like constantly. Um, so I, I believe the, sometimes I fake it. So my advice would be like, literally just, st- you hear the term a lot, switch the record. Like once you catch yourself saying, oh, I'm a loser. I have to start over. or I'm too big. I might as well just not try anyways, or whatever horrible things we say to ourselves. It's like, catch yourself flip it, switch it. No, I just, all I have to do is start and you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. I just have to do a little bit. So that is a really good piece of advice is positive self-affirmations. But I think for the consistency thing, that's really hard because I struggle with that too. So I guess I'll, the advice I give them is kind of what I was just saying is that I set a realistic goal for myself every week, which is five days a week I started making myself take two rest days um that's realistic for life so what I do is I schedule it for myself so we all know these tricks like if you're if you're meeting each other you're way less likely to cancel on her than you're likely to hit the alarm button and snooze and cancel on yourself um I make this this is my best trick it's the simplest thing I make a calendar every month and I write it in like a desk calendar and I highlight it so I, I want to see my five workouts. So maybe it's, I hiked for an hour. I went to the gym. I went in box, whatever it is. So if I start to see more than two days unhighlighted, my, it, my perfectionist self, it messes with me. <laughs> so I do that with star charts. Exactly. I used to do sweat yoga when yeah. it was open and they would have, they would put the star up there and it would drive <laughs> crazy when like some women like didn't have jobs and could yeah. go twice a day. I'm like, most people cannot go to sweat yoga twice a day, nor is that healthy. I had 40 stars, but I didn't win a thing. <laughs> you did, though. You I did. did. You I trained. did, but I was just like, 
you know, but I was like, we got to go buy Sonia a pack of stars after this. Yeah. Try the calendar trick. It works. Highlighter. It's it's inexpensive. I'm telling you, it's something about the psyche. I did that with a gym here in LA a while ago. It was called base camp fitness. And I would sometimes for, you know, if I'm in the gym six hours straight, the last thing I want to do is stay there. So I utilize group fitness a lot. Um, all like, even when I'm running, it's kind of relating back to like my modeling and camera stuff. Like all you have to do is turn on the camera and I'll like go hard. So I'll run, I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll run down like a street, like Wilshire instead of running in neighborhoods. Cause I won't walk if I know people are watching. Oh yeah. I get that. <laughs> That's so true. I went to base camp fitness and they had one of those things where it's like, if you hit a certain mile on the assault bike, which I call the devil's tricycle. I don't know if you've tried them before, but they are with the big fan, with the big fan and use your arms and legs. Yeah. And so, um, they, if I, if I hit a certain mileage within the class, so you have to go hard, you get a t-shirt, but then, so I did it. I killed myself. I got the t-shirt and then I found out you could buy them after I was so devastated. <laughs> No. Well, we have, I have a similar story, but it has nothing to do with working out, but it is like getting a stamp and a passport at a bar, cr- at a bar crawl. Oh. <laughs> no, it was at a hotel. Everyone. It was at Turtle Bay in Oahu. Yeah. I love to love go so much. Yeah. To every bar in the hotel to win a hydro flask glass, which, which is worth worth a lot of money which I run I run to the gift shop and I'm like I did it and you've spent like what $250 on drinks and I could have bought the hydro flask for $15 in the store yeah but it was fun it was so much fun we were the only people who had done it so they're like let's put you on our social media and we're like okay (laughs) I had two celebrity spottings in that hotel that evening mm-hmm. josh jumel i asked him to do the to do my pub crawl with me and he said no <laughs> and then he's we a fun started. guy too usually he usually yeah, i think he was shooting the next day for some athleisure he mm-hmm. needed to look good mm-hmm. and then Poor. and then that's he, why he didn't want to hang out with me is the truth and then the second person was bruce irons who's a total party boy and he just was probably like lady you can go get a free hydro flask whenever you want or yeah. i can because i'm a pro yeah. surfer exactly <laughs> so fun i love i used to go to that hotel once a year um because my best friend's husband was in the surf industry so we would all go and they would bring me because I was a girl that could be the girl the friend with the wife so we'd go shopping late by the pool hang with the kids but then I could also go surf with the husband so it was like uh two friends for the price of one (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing that's for sure yeah so we'll go back to fitness but you're training people you're doing group classes do you start to see what's the evolution like of your clients when you start to see them gain confidence in either their ability or just their flat out confidence with you it's literally literally like magic like it's hard to explain but I always tell my clients what you do in here is going to, in the gym is going to affect the rest of your life. And I think some of them don't believe me at first, but I'm telling you, I give my, let's talk about females for a second. Cause it, it's true for everybody, but it's just really apparent with females is that mm-hmm. 
you know, working their way up to say a heavy deadlift. So first you have to learn the form and then you have to like start light. And then, you know, you get your endurance under you. And next thing you know, they're deadlifting, you know, a lot of weight. And that does something to to a person where it it translates so much. Like if you can do that in the gym, something you never thought you could do for 10 reps and feel so empowered and so strong, that creates a new pathway in the brain, literally. And then it allows you to go back home and maybe you were overwhelmed by, you know, something you had to do with work and your family and whatever it is. And it's like, somehow you pull from that neuro pathway. And it's like, you have this confidence that translates to everything you do. It's, it's hard to explain, but I, I have seen it for over 10 years and it's the most powerful tool and you can't tell anybody they just have to experience it like I was working out pre-COVID at a weight training gym and my coach was like Sonia you are getting so strong yeah just that validation and then I I went into my class and I was like doing pull-ups without the band and I was like damn, I am strong, you know, but then it's like, you go back home and I'm making breakfast and I'm dancing and I feel yep. so happy and light and just accomplished. Yep. It's so important to get our movement in yeah. however you can, because it's really, you know, changes your life. That's why we like to teach the girls about it because maybe they yeah. don't have a positive adult in their life. And so we luckily get to be that for them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think like they really, like you're saying, reg- it registers with them yet that, because they don't have access to like gyms like we all do. But mm-hmm. even when we promote like walking every day and things like that, that are accessible to a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they feel it. They feel it after we have someone like you be a guest coach and they come on and work out and they end the class by sharing how they feel. And everyone's like, I feel alive. I yeah. feel better. I feel mm-hmm. good. I'm sweaty. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I feel free. Yeah. It's really, it's a beautiful thing. And I like that we even ask the kid like, how do you feel now? So they're actually acknowledging, oh, there's a correlation between me moving my body and feeling better. The mind, mind body connection is, is a wild thing. It's like, you know, that's the hardest thing for me to get with my clients is to like get this and this to connect. And, and so sometimes when you let loose, like the girls do, and they're at this impressionable age, you know, um, it happens quicker and then it stays with you the rest of your life. So I kind of was mentioning to you guys that when I was 15, I was actually emancipated. So my parents had gotten divorced when I was two. There was some stuff going on that I knew wasn't right. And I had a hard couple of years because I was, I was in foster care. Then I was at friends' houses and I just wanted, I was really, really good at basketball at a young age. So I was a freshman on the varsity team up in Washington state. And, um, you know, they had kind of like knew I was coming in and, you know, there's not very many freshmen on the varsity team that started. And, and so I was just doing everything I could to stay and play because I think the reason why I am who I am today and because I have the success I do, and I'm able to, you know, support myself in LA is because of coaches and because of mentors like you guys, and because of movement and sport, I felt like a, I had a family. I was held to um, standards. I was given responsibility to show up at practice. I had to be a teammate and be a leader. Like there were so many life lessons that because of my circumstances, I wasn't getting at home, but I got everything I needed from sport so that I could 
you know, it's, fitness literally saved me in more ways than one. It, it was a release emotionally. It gave me what I needed. It taught me so much self-discipline. Like I can't stress enough how important introducing any kind of sport and movement to these girls at a young age is, especially in the teenage years, it can save somebody. And I'm a walking testament of it. I know. I think it's so beautiful. Like how, team sports can make you feel like you're actually a part of the family mm-hmm. and like be like Shannon I see you I value your strengths mm-hmm. like I see you as a person and that carried you through like a bad situation yep and it's you know I always remember like we grew up with a beautiful mother who took care of us but she was always working so she worked night shifts she worked weekends mm-hmm. so when I heard like my friend Kim's dad go go Sonia like you've got this from the stands or anybody like, I was like, oh, like, I have that support. I do yep. have someone who loves me in it. Yep. You know, it meant the world to me. And so I, good. you know, you still feel connected to those people. Do you yeah. keep in touch with any of coaches or mentors? So I ended up going to three different high schools. Um, it was kind of a wild ride. And I, I feel like I'm I'm just <laughs> settling down. I just turned 37 <laughs> in December. <laughs> so um, a lot happened even after that. So I will say two things. Um, Sometimes what these girls are going through is going to set them up for having the confidence that they need in their early 20s or late 20s or even my age to figure out what they want to do. So I went to three different high schools and it sounds tragic, but now I can, I literally, people are like, Shannon, you know, so many people and LA is a big city as you guys know. And I'm like, I'm like, kind of like I do, but I also can be in any room, talk to anybody. I make up, strike up conversations so easily. I'm like so confident in my own skin because I was terrified. (laughs) Like that was my defense mechanism. Like, who am I going to eat lunch with? Like I had to make friends and, you know, so um, that is a really powerful tool is like, just hang on, you know, just, it's not going to be all bad. And you might be experiencing things that other people are going to have to learn what they're learning now in their own way later in life. Like, you know, maybe you can twist it and be like, okay, we're figuring this out now. And it's going to set me up for the tools I need in order to be successful. If I can just make it through some of these situations. So yeah, when um, do you think that you had like a shift in your life where you were like, Oh, I feel good. I'm starting to feel better. Like, was there like a year or so in your life where you're like, oh, Shannon, I'm getting this together. And you started building that confidence that you are living truly now. I'm like 2020. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone's like obsessed with Jonah Hill taking his shirt off at 37 and saying, I've never been comfortable with myself. I'm like, Jonah, like, did you really not? Because I think men are just so different. No, that's. (laughs) Don't, don't you put him down like that. That, that <laughs> That's so true. Men are more insecure. I know, because that's us. all that it's we wild. Used to for. Yeah. It's wild. My male, I have like, I have like 60, 40 female males. I have a lot of males and it's so interesting to me. Like they just don't talk about it. Like yeah. we do. We talk about everything, you know, males are just as insecure, if not more, you have to remember that, but he actually, will. <laughs> he, he works, he works hard. Um, he, he was training at one of the gyms I was working out at, um, in Santa Monica and he would show up, 
consistently and put his head down, not really talk to anybody and work his, his butt off. So yeah, he put in the work, but, um, I think for me, I, so I had another kind of hard thing happen. Uh, my brother had a traumatic brain injury. He was my, my older brother. We were really close. And since our parents were what they were, him and I were kind of like you guys, you know, yeah. So I spent five years kind of going to save him every time he would have a big seizure or he ran into some kind of issue. Um, so that kind of put me on fight or flight mode heavily, but I was already in fight or flight mode. So it kept me there. And so then um, five years ago, he passed away. And that's when I was at like the lowest of my low, just a life of, I was 30 turning 31. And I had a life of just like nonstop trauma, we'll call it, you know, just one thing after another. And I, I, and I was good. Like I was happy. I was, you know, adjusting, but I kind of was like, that was my way of dealing with it. Like, everything's fine. I can do anything. I'm, I'm going to survive. I'm going to work. So on the outside, it looked like I was thriving maybe, but I was surviving at that point. Like I've been doing since I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. So when he passed away, ironically, you know, lowest of the low, just, I can't even tell you finally hit rock bottom with a lot of different things. And I, that's when I moved to LA. So I made the decision to, through my modeling agency, I booked Hollywood cycle, which please don't watch it. It's, it was a great, great, Great opportunity. It was on E for a summer. It was like 10 episodes or something. I met a lot of cool people, but it was that show that got me to move to LA. And I never thought I'd want to move to LA. I was driving from Santa Barbara modeling, but I loved like surfing and hiking in in Santa Barbara. My family was there. So it took something really tragic for me to like, just kind of sleepwalk to LA. It was so great because it shifted everything for me. I saw the other people on the show working as trainers, making good money, modeling, acting, having a thriving social life, supporting themselves. So after I got done shooting that, that's when I started teaching spin and group fitness. And I finally found something that I was so good at. And it felt like just right. Like I, this, I was made for this. I was trying to, I was got my teaching credential and then I started nursing school and nothing felt right. Like training, I, I, I would train like 20 hours a day if I could. I love it so much. But um, so, yeah, I think that added to that confidence. So I finally got my feet underneath me. I was forced to survive on my own. Finally found something that I just was so passionate about. I built and I built and I built. And here we are today. So I think this last 2020 is my second shift going into my late 30s where I'm starting to really have a strong sense of who I am, what my values are, what's important to me. Like, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I built this business. It's okay to slow down a little bit. All of those messages are kind of what's, you know, in my world right now. So, yeah, I mean, 2020 definitely came with some silver linings for people, yeah. like you and us that were ready for that pause button. Yeah. Like zoom out and be like, wait, what, what's important? And like, what do I want to make sure I accomplish in my personal life as, as well as my career? Because yeah. as women, like people haven't always said you can do it all, but we know you can, yeah. and we want it all, but you definitely have to like pull back sometimes and like, you know, find that balance with whatever you're really seeking. And I just, I feel the same way. I was like, I don't want to wake up at 50 and be by myself. Yeah. So like, that's kind of like why I'm like, 
hanging out in Idaho right now because people like really <laughs> believe in family units here and stuff okay. like that. So I want to like find a big corn fed guy and bring him back to LA with me. Put it out there. Yeah. We're she's, not, she's not coming back to LA. I already know. <laughs> If I have like a farm and like all this yeah. beautiful stuff and abundance, a farm. So the flight is only 90 minutes. It's like you can, come, you can come visit. You have lots of people here. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how that. action oriented you are. And yeah. I feel like you're like always taking action to do better, mm-hmm. be better, help people, mm-hmm. which is huge. So do you have any advice for someone who, you know, maybe is really intrigued to start moving, but maybe they're yeah. scared or don't have the confidence to start? What's like yeah. an easy step they could take? An easy step to take, oh my gosh, to get moving. I mean, I'm biased, but I, I say, you know, interview and interview as many as you want and find a trainer, reach out to people, ask if they have a trainer they like. And I am so, I had a a new client this morning and I told her, I was like, okay, so that's kind of what it's going to be like with me, you know, no pressure. Well, this is my rates. This is what I can offer you. And I'm like, but this is about you and your happiness and you getting healthy. Mm -hmm. So if you want me to help you find a newer trainer, who's not as expensive as me, if you want to come to me once a week and me help you, you know, set you up with some, something else, like, like what, what can I do to help you? I think that's such a better approach than confidence can be overrun by ego. I'm so confident in myself and my ability that like, I'm going to have clients no matter what. So why am I going to want somebody who's not the perfect fit for me? So it's like, find an expert. Don't have this mentality that you feel bad or whatever. This is, you're hiring me for you. This is a customer service. I'm here for you. How can I serve you? Right. Group fitness, obviously. Um, And then a third tip for people who are a little intimidated that might you know, be really physically, they haven't moved, um, is a step count for a day. That is a really great way to start. I tell my clients, I want 15,000 steps. That's a lot, but I would start, you know, with giving yourself a step goal. I'm going to start with, you know, a thousand the next day, day, take a risk the next day, 2000, the next day, you know, whatever, build up to like 10,000 steps a day. It's so doable. Like you said, you track it, you feel proud. You don't want to mess up. Yeah. I love that. Highlight it. It's so important. Progress or else you're going to wake up in a year and you're not going to have made any progress. Yeah. And I think that the steps is a very underrated thing. I'm glad you mentioned that. I think even when I'm feeling more like on my period or something where I'm not feeling so go, go, go. I like to make sure I, I do the 10,000 steps thing, but I'm going to make it 15. Now that you mentioned 15, because <laughs> I can handle that. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> think about it. If you have this goal in the back of your mind and you're like at 12,000 steps, but your goal is 15, you're going to eat dinner and then you're going to ask somebody in your household or some, you know, husky corn fed man, you're dating, you're be like, <laughs> I got to hit my steps. Let's go for a walk after dinner where usually it's crack open a bottle of wine and watch a movie. not saying you can't do that, but get your steps in first. So all of a sudden it bumps up your priority, you know, a lot because you want to hit that goal. So yeah, I love that. That's wonderful. It's a good tool. I always ask every guest, what makes you feel the most alive? What makes me feel the most alive? Okay. You guys, this is a funny answer but it's such an LA answer 
I, I should say like being in the ocean on my surfboard. Nope. Should say being at the gym. I should say but, running. Wait, nope. the doorbell ringing and it be the Postmates man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my food's waiting for me. Balance people. Um, no, it's driving. I, I like every single day I live my life with so much gratitude and I'm, I'm, I am a take action person because I've literally had nothing mm-hmm. like, so for me to own like work so hard that I own a nice car that's all mine and I can get in my car and drive anytime, anywhere that is never lost on me, which is why I'm a good fit for LA. Cause we drive a lot here, but it's like, it's a sense of freedom and being alive and excited. I could literally go anywhere or do anything. So true answer is like window down driving. Like I just feel like the world, like anything is possible. Yeah, I love that. You definitely lean into gratitude with everything you do. Thank you so much for talking with us. Yes. I love how real you are and open and it's really appreciated. So I will um, get more information from you guys and I'll share with my followers and maybe we can like set a little monetary goal and like or figure out some of my influencer fitness friends like how we can awesome. help you guys more we'll we'll like you said take action and take it a step further and see do. What we can do. yeah love that. thank you yeah. so much for your time and the wisdom yeah. we loved it thanks to our guest for more information on her see the show notes please hit subscribe if you have not already that way a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week